1: What's good, internet? It is Austin Walker. It is November 18th. I am coming to you live, not from the bunker. We are, in, we are in a living room that's inside of Vice HQ in Brooklyn. Our bunker is busted today. We tried to record from the bunker. Uh, one, I fucked up. Let me be honest. I fucked up and it, like, confirmed that I booked the bunker today, which is a problem. Uh, and nice. I'll, I've remedied it. I've booked the bunker out through through the holidays, um, through the holidays of December, not the holidays of November, which is next week. <laughs> um, but also, I was, I, Mitch, our our normal engineer, uh, told us. Uh, actually, the computer is is messed up anyway. We couldn't have recorded there anyway. So now we are in this beautiful living room, and I'm joined as always by Patrick Klepik.
0: Hello, uh, we're also on video this week, not we for are, you, the see. listener, but we can see each other. So hopefully, we're trying to cut down on the awkward you know uh a handoff so like i'm sure if you notice yes. in some weeks where it's like
1: and what do you think danielle <laughs> <laughs> yep. it's hard to do a remote podcast and speaking of danielle yeah. danielle is here next to me on a couch
2: oh it's so lovely i slept on this couch during our 72 hour uh live stream so it's, it's really nice to be back oh
0: is this That's this is true. the one upstairs like on the third floor this is yeah. the, this is the second floor living second room, floor. not the
1: third floor bare okay. room Oh, okay. But I also gotcha, slept gotcha, in the gotcha. bear room.
2: Right. Uh, there's a bear wearing a uh, Timbalance upstairs. That's true. The Deezus really and
1: nice. bear. The Deezus yeah. and Maro bear. They it's have them bear. all decked out. Yeah. They have them in a Yankee cap. They have not been a fitted. So, you know. <laughs> uh, it's been a week. It's been another week. We made it through another week. <sighs> I'll, <sighs>
0: take bit, we're make, I'll take
1: we're it. Bit by bit, we're going to make it through 2016. We're going to get there. Uh, it's been a weird week for us, for, you know, all the normal reasons that it's always weird. But Patrick, this week... The sigil master got in contact with us. Uh,
0: it's Austin. What is... Okay, so let's set this up for people. Uh, back Not long after uh, I joined uh, Waypoint Vice Gaming at the time, I wrote a story about uh, this ARG happening uh, in, uh, or at least what was theorized to be an ARG. You know, often ARGs are announced. Right. So they're sort of commercialized. An
1: ARG... And ARG is an alternate reality game for people who don't know, which is like, it's a game that uses a blend of like, it's like, what if Lost was a video game? Or was it was a game? was like a game in the real world, lots of weird mysteries, lots of weird, like, uh, ciphers to to decrypt, and lots of hidden messages. And it's not really clear, necessarily what the narrative is, but you kind of piece it together with a bunch of other people normally on the internet and build a story. It's always sort of transmedia,
2: too. There's always sort of different bits and pieces from like, oh, there's a clue here, there's a clue there, different Stuff is going on
0: yeah 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 and uh weirdly lost had its own args which what makes it even odder uh anyway don't i will not <laughs> go down that road i won't go down that road i'll talk about it for an hour um uh, okay. but uh so i i had been noticed in keeping in contact with some folks that were keeping track of these uh eye sigils um that uh had been found in a bunch of random uh indie games um mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of sort of the, the connecting thread uh, was that they were in these uh, independent games it wasn't uh as far as anyone could tell, connected to anything, uh, or at least it was leading to anything, it wasn't, you know, it's not like it said at the bottom, like, and stay tuned for, like, the next eye <laughs> Um And so I mostly just wrote about the fact uh, that it existed, and I thought it was fascinating that people didn't know where it led. Some of the sigils had been, the, the evidence to find them was in the real world, and that led them to what you had to do in the game. So, like, contextually... Oftentimes in the games, this isn't something that was found, like, around the corner. Uh, sometimes right. it was. Uh, other times it was like you had to hack into the game or glitch out of the game to to find these sigils. And uh, this had been going on for the better part of a year and a half. I think they had found 21 at the time that I wrote about it in August. It had gone up to 24 um, until recently, and then uh, most recently in Firewatch, they updated the game and added a free roam mode. So people were re-exploring the game, and they found a journal um, that led them to, to – to I don't want to go through every single step. You can right, read it in a story yes. that went up this yes. week. Yes. But but the, 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 the basics is that uh, it led them to a map that allowed them to use uh, the sigils uh, in order to uh, – come up with some information that led them to a website that connected them to frog fractions 2 now frog fractions 2 is a game that if you're not familiar with just go google search it but it's a meta game in and of itself <laughs> uh yes. that uh since its crowdfunding was finished a couple of years ago people have been wondering when was frog
1: fractions 2 going to appear and what form was it going to appear part of the whole thing with frog fractions 2 was it went through kickstarter it was a sequel to Frog Fractions, which was this really surreal, weird, beautiful, funny game, and uh, kind of uh, the, the pitch on the Kickstarter was like, oh, I want to do a sequel to that thing, I'm going to do a follow-up to whatever Frog Fractions was, and also, I'm not going to tell you what it is, or when it's coming, or what you're backing. Uh, give us give me money, I'm going to make something cool, trust me, and then it'll be out in the world one day.
2: All part of the mystery.
1: All part of the yeah. mystery. And so, people have been waiting and asking asking us, asking everyone, <laughs> Twitter is filled with people going, is, that, is this Frog Fractions too? Whenever anything new or weird shows up it's like oh this must be frog fractions 2 but that's almost become a joke whereas yep. the sigil stuff the people on the sigil stuff uh the kind of the the people who are uh, investigating that treat uh, have treated it a lot more seriously like uh, almost as if it's not just a joke like obviously they understand it's a game but they're having like a uh, their interest in it isn't just the way people are interested in frog fractions 2 <laughs> they're like really dumping themselves into it
0: yeah, you no, know, they've been invested emotionally and, uh, time-wise for, you know, a-, a long time. One of the guys I've been speaking with, you know, he has built tools, spent hundred, you know, <laughs> dozens of hours building tools for them to try and figure out how all this stuff fits together. Um, and so now, you know, there's speculation that this has crossed over with Frog Fractions 2. Was this Sigil ARG always part of Frog Fractions 2 the entire time? Crucial to that, uh, is that some of these games that were updated with some of these markers, uh they weren't just like updated like firewatch we're like ooh there's a patch now there's something hidden to discover like there were games that had these sigils for years literally yeah. years and were discovered much after uh, later after the fact when people were pointing in that direction and so when i've been reporting on this i've been getting uh, it's hard to sift through the noise, right? So I, I would get some people sending me, like, random emails or weird tweets. Um, and there was one in particular uh, in which I got uh, this tweet from – I don't know if he was called the, the the Sigil Master at the time, but he sent me an Eye of Sauron image. Right. I was getting uh, emails yeah. that said uh, – I, I have to go back and find them and see if they were related to the Sigil Master. But it was someone who – appeared to be participating in the ARG. And I thought it was just a joke because someone was, you know, up on the lore of this ARG and right. was just trying to mess with me. And I would share the information with the people that were uh, investigating the ARG, um, which is, if you want to know more, f- go to Game Detectives on Reddit. They follow all these ARGs. And when these breakthroughs happen, they are largely responsible as a collective for for figuring this stuff out. Um, and so I, I kind of brushed it aside. But when we published this new piece – uh, both. Uh, I, I was contacted uh, on Twitter by someone saying you need to contact me on AIM, and he called himself the Sigil Master. I was yep, busy on, respo-
1: on AOL yep. Instant Messenger,
0: <laughs> which for some reason Austin like can't get over the fact that like I still use AIM as a client, like bundled in with my other messaging. So like this has been a hang up all week where you're like throwing like not subtle shade at me that like I still use AIM as a client. <laughs>
1: If you still use AIM, write us at gamingadvice.com with the subject letter, I still use AIM, and we'll read your <laughs> stories on air.
0: It'd be much weirder yeah. if you use ICQ than if you use AIM. Um, That's
1: true. Well, like, heads up, the AIM app on iOS, pretty good, which nice. is a thing I had to learn because we had to go on AIM to talk to the sigil master this week. Well, so you, yeah, you started talking to him
0: first, uh, because I was busy sort of like chatting with people about my story having published, and so you you, right. you, you, jumped, you jumped to the gun and started talking to him for me. Uh, and you
1: got to like When of- someone called the sigil master calls, you pick up. You I pick know, up and you say, I'm gonna talk about this to the sigil master about yeah. I said hello, and his response to me was, Are you the chronicler? <laughs> and I said, No, I am his mentor and annotator. And I know I'm not your mentor, <laughs> but I couldn't come up with a with a better role-playing game word for editor. So I said, mentor and annotator. And he said, And what do they call you in your realm? And I said, Austin. And he said, Ah. Very good, Austin. <laughs> it's just like, yep, good. <laughs> I think he also threw through some threw some, uh, some. Actually, I threw some Trump shade in this in this hot role play we did. I a asked him what his what his what his realm was called, and he said, mm-hmm. long ago it had another name, but today I believe it is known as Jixandlia. And I said, excellent. I live in a place called Queens, and he said, <laughs> and he said, a monarchy then? And I said, more and more one every day. <laughs> So, nice. we're moving, we're moving. You're a
2: good annotator. I do my best. That I do yeah, that. I'm a good chronicler and annotator.
1: So, we ended up having, a, both of us have now since talked to this guy.
0: Yeah, and so, we know, we passed on our uh, sort of, yeah. Well, I think I know who it is.
2: Okay. But okay. anyway. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: so gotcha. we passed on our, you know, we, you know, if this, the conversations we both had were intricate enough that we thought, well, we should you know, done as I've done in the past, pass this on to the people who have been doing this. And if there's anything to help them further this ARG along, you know, hopefully they can discover it. Um, so we both passed our transcripts uh, along to them and, uh, they immediately started picking up on either. This person is so deeply entrenched in the ARG happening for frog fractions too, because some of the things that were referenced, uh, sounded as though, like, you had to been very careful. This isn't someone just screwing with us. If they are right. screwing with us, they are screwing with us on a level that is a little bit disturbing how much they know about these like, <laughs> ARGs that are happening. <laughs> and then uh, you, I'll, I'll let you pick up the story from here, but, like, then you got something that proved this isn't, you know, this, all along, I don't know if the older stuff was also this person, but uh, you got some information right. that proved it was actually legitimate and not just a random prankster.
1: Right, so the thing that had happened in the... Huh, I fell in deep. The other night, I was having one of those late nights that was just like, I'm thinking about the world, I'm thinking about life, I need to focus on something that isn't
2: thinking politics. Thinking
1: about the monarchy, yeah. Right, yeah. thinking about the monarchy. <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. Yep. Um, and I, uh, so I, I joined the, the Game Detectives Discord server. For, for people who don't know, Discord is like a chat client. It actually reminds me a lot of like a really... Um, uh, high quality or like uh, multi-featured I, uh, IRC. It is modern.
0: Is modern IRC absolutely? It's the best analog.
1: Um, and so the Game Detectives uh, channel has like five thousand people in it, and it's subdivided into a bunch of sub-channels. So I joined the ones on on the Sigil ARG and on the Frog Corrections Two One. And I'd given them some of the like you said the, the transcripts, but in that in those places, people were like, "Well, this could just be a, a troll," like you said. And then because people were, were doubting him, we think. He got back in contact and basically said, listen, I understand some people might be doubting me. I understand why they might be doubting me. Um, You should... The the sigils are are telling me, or (laughs) the smoke is telling me that you should investigate something called uh, bit bit block or something like that which is um, an ios and android game um and at my first instance was like oh damn it i hope this isn't just the developer of that game trying to get oh, like some God. super weird viral marketing like trying to jump on the back of a different arg well and there because the there game have game.
0: been with the sigil arg developers yes. who have put in fake sigils that were not actually part of the arg um, so that is a legitimate concern totally was.
1: and so I popped it into the the Discord channel and I was like, Oh, I feel weird about this. Like I hope this isn't just uh, a dev who's trying to cash in that would be really shitty um and then within 10 minutes we'd found the sigil it was hidden it was just like in the menu screen and the, the version that I had was from a year ago literally a year to the day that the sigil master told me to look at it uh, it was like November 16th 2015 was the last update on iOS and the way you got the so with all these sigil things first you have to find the sigil and then you have to find the second thing which is a piece of a map which blah 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 blah. huge thing read Patrick's story on dot <laughs> um but you uh to get that that map piece, you had to like mess around with the the buttons and the options, which eventually would play "Ode to Joy." And then there'd be <laughs> buttons on the main page, like the main menu of the of the game. And you'd have to learn how to play "Ode to Joy" on that, and then it gives you the piece. And it was a redundant piece. It was a piece of the map that, that they'd also put in another weird little game. Um And after that, everything kind of like has has continued to, to kind of snowball. And people are, from the Frog Fractions and the Sigil ARG are now kind of collaborating. There was some resistance at first. I think the Sigil people really wanted it to be a different thing. They thought it was going to be... Something the, new. The people in, the, yeah. in that Discord ch- channel and, and on the Reddit keep talking about it being like, oh, it's going to be a big thing. And I think there's a certain expectation when you have all of these different devs. It's like, oh man, this is going to be a huge... I don't even know what they're imagining necessarily but it's or been like
2: really kind of thing or... yeah. yeah it's been yeah.
1: fascinating to see the community's response as they've gone from it being thinking it might be one thing to learning what it actually is and like having a bit of doubt and then kind of be like oh but this is still a fun mystery for us to to solve and and so it's been really cool to see that happen
2: yeah,
0: yeah I can understand the disappointment oh, yeah. being that uh, frog fraction two has become a meme and sort of like yes. well of course it's going to be that. And But also people saying that because they were hoping it wasn't in a way. Yes. And so if the answer actually is Frog Factions 2, well, that is cool. I can understand why people would say, oh, I kind of thought it would be not the thing that is – not." it's not obvious, but it is the most obvious in that sort of realm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Plus it's just like you want to have as many mysteries as possible. You want like two different cool things to be working on, not just one. Right. So- um, but it's it's a really complex thing. it's fascinating to read about. There's, the, there's lore, there are multiple like sides that go against each other. So good. I, I spent the week role playing with someone and and for me, one of the fascinating things here too is just like how much do we get involved as members of the press? Um, like Danielle, you told me some information you know because you know people who happen yeah. to be involved at certain levels, and I didn't tell that to the community. Because, right. like, that's not part of the game, yeah, right? you
2: don't want to ruin it for people. That's a, that's kind of part of... You want to cover it, and you want to do it diligently, you want to do it thoughtfully, right. but you also don't want to, like, ruin the mystery for people before there's there's sort of an aspect of yeah. it. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I definitely had a, a mo- some moments this week saying to myself, like, should I even be engaging with the Sigil Master? Sure. Um, <laughs> is that within the confines of the structure of the game? Does that count as part of the game, or are we going... Weirdly, do you ab-
2: have privileged access right, to parts of the game? Other people don't have parts of, you know, right. even though they've been working on it for so long, and we're just, you know, jumping in here at this point. at
1: this last minute to grab, got to grab the glory. Yeah. Um, well, but I, th- I think, yeah, I, I, but I
0: could see why the, you know, let's assume that it, you know, it's it's the game creators manipulating and, and working <laughs> working through us. I think yes. the re- the reason they would choose to do that, and then the reason I'm. S- I don't know how I feel about it, but I, I yeah. can understand why they would choose uh, the two of us to do it because a, we've followed along. So they know that we have, uh, you know, authoritative voice on the subject. And so that if they want, you know, let's say they're, let's say they're trying to work towards an end game, which I my gut kind of tells me that's a little of what's happening here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, th- if you want to pass on information to the people who are going to do something with it in a way that is playful and fun and a little bit in the spirit of it, but isn't just like, hey, like, here's information. You know, how do you – Here's how a do you trailer. D-
1: right. Here's a press release.
0: <laughs> and, like, speak, speaking right. to reporters that have covered this in a cryptic role-playing fashion is a kind of funny, interesting way to pass on that information. Because then it then contextualizes our transcripts where then – Everything they've said is possibly – like, so, if, for example, for people, we haven't published these transcripts because at this right. point we'll just wait to see where it goes. But in both of ours, there is a a, a uh, reference to a place called, what, Jinxlandia, I think J- is uh,
1: – Jix, Jix and Leah. Jix oh. Because oh. and Leah? People, because it's and Leah because people have gone down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out if there is anything in the world that has a character named Jix and a character named Leah. So it might be Jix and Leah. That oh. is literally – I'm deep in it, Patrick. Uh,
0: yeah, so deep in levels. it. But so, there's so, so, many you know, so, some of the speculation is the you know because the, the the reference is that there's a portal to this place. So yes. people have been wondering: is you know the actual reveal of Frog Fractions Two around the corner? Has this all been Frog Fractions Two the entire time? <laughs> right, uh, right. And because no, I, I you know I think the assumption that it's going to be like a piece of software that you play is maybe not necessarily how this was all going to to play out. But uh, I don't know. It's fascinating. And yeah, I have conflicted feelings about being a part of it, but I think we've tried to uh, hopefully play our part in a, as impartial as possible and just be communicators (laughs) Uh, because yes, like, you know, as someone that, uh, you know, regularly like reports things and scoops things uh, that I, that's not how I would want this to play out. Like I, I want to be a participant that makes it more fun for the people involved when it comes to like spoiling things. If you even want to call it that, like, this isn't something that you would want to do. This is something that is a a beautiful weird thing that should have its own beautiful weird end.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that's been our like most absurd part of our week. Yeah. I, I feel like that's we're living with it. Maybe by this time next week we'll know a little bit more. Or maybe we'll go through the portal. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, while well, we've been doing that, Danielle, you've been on vacation. Yeah. But not really. Not because really. Because I've actually been making you work.
2: <laughs> not really. Uh, it's a weird vacation.
1: I have been—I mean a metaphorical vacation. Yes. You have not been using your vacation days and I have not been saying, take your vacation take days, time. but come in. Just yeah. to be clear.
2: Yeah, just so everybody knows, I'm, I'm at work every day. Um, I have taken a, 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 a psychic vacation, in some ways. At least at least during the time where I, I sit down, I turn my 3DS on, I open it up, and I go to the mystical land of the Alola Islands for Pokemon Sun and Moon. I'm playing the Moon version. I my girlfriend took the sun version. You know right. how That's it how
1: is. it happens. And, yeah. and she
2: also took Litten, so I had to go with Popplio. So just yes. so you know, we also tweeted this. We are a pro-Popplio publication.
1: I'm not anti-Litten. I'm not, I'm not anti-Rallet. No, I love Litten. I love, I love Yeah, They're adorable.
2: You can be a pro all of the above. That's all This I'm is saying. a magical world of the Alolas... So, it's okay. Yeah. We can love all of them. Uh, it's it's a really good traditional Pokemon game. You know, there's there's a little bit of a, a twist on it. Mostly, the setting is new. This is a tropical, lush, beautiful island. It's basically Hawaii. You know, people say Shaka, which I think it's cousin or family. I could be wrong. Um, one of those two, uh, you know, to say, to greet you, that sort of thing. Uh, everything has waterfalls, beautiful, you know, lush vegetation. Uh, there's also a little bit uh, of, a, of a mixing and... Of the mechanics, in terms of there are trials instead of just getting sort of your gym badges. Oh, okay. Uh, you you go through these trials. There's there's actually like a little tiny, uh, semi little Pokemon snap sort of mini game. There's sort of different mini games that you go through, uh, as well as battling. So they definitely did a little bit new. It's still structurally it's still you're still going to the different places so
1: when and... did you how many pokemon games have you played at this point because i am someone who played it's my red third. and then okay so this would be my third too i played red then i stopped playing until x sure and then now now this and maybe i played blue i don't remember anyway
2: you played you played some of them I came to Pokemon because I think I was just, just over the cusp when Pokemon came out. Uh, I I feel like it was, like, 1998 or so when, like, it was really, really big. You know, there were certainly some people in 96, 97 that were into Mm -hmm. it, but, like, when it became, like, the thing that kids did, and that's when I started high school. It was 1998. So I, like, just missed it as, like, the thing that kids do. Uh, So I never played a Pokemon until uh, Alpha Sapphire, which was two years ago. Okay. Uh, And I became utterly obsessed. I played... 120 or 130 hours of that game. Oh, I, I got, I had multiple level 100 Pokemon. Like
1: You were, like, committed.
2: I was so... And I would bring it everywhere. And, like, you know, there was one point... There was Christmas of 2014. I went to see a movie in the movie theater. And I was, like, working out in the movie theater. Doing wall sits, playing Pokemon. That's how obsessed I of was.
0: Course, of course you and, were. That is the, that is a stereotype.
2: That- <laughs> what what movie was this? Uh, it was that uh, Into the Woods yeah. Hollywood production... Well-
1: okay yep there yes. was a sh- it was happening while you were doing
2: no it was when i was waiting to get into the movie
1: i see i yeah. see i was confused i
2: had to use my time i was like I, I gotta get a little workout in i gotta get some pokemon yep. in i gotta get my popcorn i'm in the wrong business you're in the wrong know business I'm so you know it was <laughs> very very that was a weird inside joke sorry yeah. it doesn't i've read about the podcast. that joke
1: people have heard that joke okay before, as long as they've so. heard it they
2: know yeah. they know what it's about okay good uh, so, yeah, I got obsessed with that. My girlfriend, uh, she enabled all of this. She gave me Alpha Sapphire and was like, hey, you, maybe you should try a Pokemon since you've never played one. And then immediately for my birthday, so my birthday is not long after Christmas, it's in early February, she bought me Pokemon X. So then I played, like, 100 hours of Pokemon X. So I you love the, the new, sort of the recent generation of Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Alpha Sapphire, what, also with Omega Ruby, uh-huh. was sort of made of after X and Y with all the... All the oh, niceties on it because right. it was it was a remake of earlier games and I not sure I guess it was just Ruby and Sapphire I think originally
1: and then, and then Alpha Omega. they made them
2: all nice and modern on the
1: names games. names are tough
2: names especially with Pokemon games are are tough so Pokemon S and M which I'm very much enjoying now <laughs> <it's> a, <laughs> I'm sorry but Nintendo's names lately are a little Switch
1: S and little wow
2: you know don't kink shame I'm not I'm not never but you know. Uh, it's really good, though. And, mm-hmm. it, and it really is uh, a very happy and pleasant vacation. It's it's very much, you know, comfort food. You know, I know people say that a lot, but it's, it's kind of the right kind of comfort food right now since it's... You know, these games have always been very cute and friendly. They're, they're definitely child-friendly. Uh, but even as uh, an adult, I was almost 30 when I played the first one. Right. It's...
1: It's still, like, a, a nice retreat, a yes. nice, yeah. A
2: warm, comforting I, place to there's be. There's
1: definitely a whole, like, style of game that, that does that for me. It's one of the reasons why I keep trying to give myself time to go play Dragon Quest Builders. Yes. It's like, oh, that yeah. game seems like it would be a fantastic escape for me. Um, a couple of years ago, in 2014, my game of the year was actually Fantasy Life, which was oh, this really perfect. great 3DS. Like, kind of like live-work action RPG. It was, like, totally. sort of in the vein of... Um, of a Dragon Quest game in terms of tone. Uh, really funny writing. Uh, and then, like, you picked a career path. Like, you could be a, a a blacksmith or you could be a hunter. And you kind of went up the career path. And it was just, like, totally um, benign, clever, a great way to go to a game during a time that was really rough yes. uh, and... and not just escape but like because i don't think i don't think maybe that that's far enough like I, one of the things i like about games like this is that they can push you to imagine a slightly different world
2: yes um
1: yes you know when i when i talk about why like fantasy life i think it's for the same reason a lot of people like games like the sims which is like oh i can imagine a world in which putting an effort always returns success yeah, and right? this is
2: this is how I feel about Animal Crossing as well. Totally, and, I, and I've totally talked on on uh, like Idle Thumbs and Idle Weekend a little bit about this. But uh, you know, there've been times in my life, like recently, when I I, I went through it, it was a difficult move to come to New right. York, and I played so much Animal Crossing, just right? So much, it's, to a it's new people, meeting new
1: people. Exactly, also.
2: people are getting along, and it's yeah. nice, and things are are okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a That's... nice it's a nice. Uh, not not just comfort food gaming, but also there's, like, nutrition to it. It's like yes. It's whole wheat macaroni and cheese. I see. That's a good <laughs> analogy. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You got there. Yeah. Nice. Now we're there. I'm very happy.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I expected that we would talk about Dishonored 2 today also, but I feel like we don't have the time to dig into Dishonored No, 2. there's like but a – yeah,
0: yeah I, I've played a – So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: A lot of it. I'm like eight hours in dealing with yeah. the inconsistent frame rate, but just I can't stop because uh, it's dishonored. Uh, yeah, I
1: just got through and- the, um, the hospital. So I'm like five hours in.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm about to, uh, and I'll save my thoughts on it till Monday. But I'm about yeah. to get to the first like sort of the level, one of the levels that everyone has been talking about in that game. It's called Clockwork Mansion. Um, Is that
1: okay? So I think we might be at be, near nearing the same point. So maybe we'll you, try to catch up.
0: And yeah, you're yeah the next. I'm a couple of areas ahead in the next level. So you're probably gotcha maybe two hours behind
1: where I'm at okay and danielle you haven't started it i haven't yet? started
2: it yet i have it loaded up on okay. my ps4 this weekend is when I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a nice dishonored weekend all
1: right so the next monday let's come back around and like we're gonna have a dishonor talk like I'm, I'm writing it down i'm gonna demand that we talk dishonor <laughs> to on monday um it's homework, it's homework. i'm giving yeah. us homework again let's yeah. talk about dishonor too i'll okay. try to get to to a point that we could talk about it because yeah. um, there's a lot to talk about i think until then, though, we should we should before we go this week, we should probably read a question from the old question pull bucket. Yeah. I'll pull one up from the bucket I when we d- when one. we
0: eventually do the. You know, I'm looking at you now. We're in video form for ourselves. When yeah. when it is an actual video form, whenever we get around to trying to do this live, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to print out the questions and pull I it know. from the bucket. That's perfect.
2: We need a bucket.
1: We need a bucket. Yeah. Uh, Adam, who is doing our 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 engineering today because we're not in the the bunker as usual, can you give me a number from one to like thirty? All
0: right, yeah, I have it. Do you want me to
1: say it? Yeah, say the number. Seventeen. Seventeen. Thank you. There's Good a number. bucket of questions. Ed, seventeen that we're,
2: is perfect. We're yeah.
1: going through here. Uh, also, prepping an actual bucket would be a lot easier than prepping this document. So. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> oh right, oh boy, this is this is. This is a, a very specific question. This is not timely. This isn't pegged to anything. This nope. is what you get with a bucket. It's from Daniel. Daniel says, hey, I'm really pleased you've got this started up, and I'm really looking forward to checking in with you both. This came in before you were here, Daniel. Oh, this is probably from July free, or August. pre Daniel
2: era.
1: Um, I've fallen down a weird, extremely serious Star Wars The Old Republic binge. Like, a lot. And I'm pretty sure I remember you mentioning that Knights of the Old Republic 2 might be one of your favorite games ever. There's lots of question marks here. Like um, the
2: enunciation here. Yes.
1: I'd really like to hear some of your extended thoughts on it. <laughs> extended. Well, not extended. Not just thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> extended. Yep. Uh, so, if you know, so if you know there's a place that you can point me to for that, I'll happily take it. But if you... But if not, do you think you could talk a little bit about it on a podcast at some point It's been a thing I've wanted to ask you for a couple of weeks, but i don't know but I know how busy you are and don't it didn't really feel appropriate <laughs> That's very nice no- that feels- very
0: nice. Thanks, Daniel.
1: It's great. I feel sort of bad, because I don't know how much it gives Patrick to talk about, (laughs) but if part of the appeal is its its moral ambiguity, how do you think that stacks up against the stuff that's done in Witcher 3, which I think Patrick has spent a lot of time with recently-ish, and Danielle has too, obviously. Thanks for taking the time to read this anyway, even if it doesn't get answered. Really looking forward to seeing and hearing more from both of you in the future. Best wishes, Daniel. I
0: really enjoy that in his question he felt bad that I might not have anything to say so he like found yeah. some like roundabout way to pull me in <laughs> that was
1: really sweet yeah that was really good that's it's a really damn nice. good question that's a good way of doing the question <laughs> uh, we don't have time to do that question justice but we'll try in the next five minutes um but we'll see if anybody kicks us out of this living room if no <laughs> yeah. one kicks us out I'm gonna keep going uh I'll talk about Nights nice of the Old Republic too. Yeah, yeah exactly um so I've written a little bit about why I like Knights of the Old Republic 2. Uh, it's, it's a game that I don't like to talk about as, uh, that much, even though it's one of my favorite games, if not my favorite game. Because the second you talk about it, like Dark Souls 2, like Metal Gear Solid 2, all of which are my favorites in their respective franchises, um, you're on the defensive because sure. people immediately don't trust you because your take your your like experience doesn't line up with most other people's. Um, but the thing that I like about Knights of the Old Republic Two is literally the same thing I like about Dark Souls Two and about Metal Gear Solid Two, um, it, which is that like it undermines the. Not just the established canon, but like the established the, the expectation of the viewer uh, or the player. Um, you know, Metal Gear Solid Two. There's a fantastic essay that I'll shout out every time I mention it. Uh, it's called "Driving Off the Map," um, and it's uh, by Jake something. I forget his name. I'm really bad at, at remembering names right this second. Um, his Twitter picture is of a bird. <laughs> That's. Uh, <laughs> Good bird. Fuck, yeah. I can't believe I forgot this guy's name. Um, it's a fantastic essay, and that's literally all about how Metal Gear Solid Two isn't like subverts the expectations of the player who who has played Metal Gear Solid One. And for me, Knights of the Old Republic Two does the same thing with not only Knights of the Old Republic but also with the entire Star Wars mythos. Um, it. Is uh, by Obsidian, who constantly puts out really interesting and often really buggy games. When it shipped, it was unfinished. It literally went to like text instead of uh, cutscenes at the at the end to kind of give you the what the ending was, and it was cut off. And like it has lots of problems. But despite that, I think the characterization done in it, and specifically the uh, the um, some of the work that's done establishing. Characters who are meant to evoke, but also uh, complicate traditional Star Wars like archetypes, is really good. So, like you have your Obi Wan Kenobi style character in that game, who is your your uh, super expert in the Force, who knows everything, not just about the Force, but about the world, and who has an understanding of the broader political spectrum, um, but also. She is constantly not trying to teach you how to be a better Jedi, but is trying to teach you to constantly doubt the world and yourself. She's like, what if Obi Wan Kenobi wanted Luke? To, instead of saying like Luke, you have to leave the moisture farms to go off and save the world. She's like, why? Like, what's think about why? Think about, why yeah. think about what you why you want to leave here to begin with. What have you been? What's what? Who taught you that leaving was better than staying? Who taught you that there was something good out there? Um, and so it, it engages with all that stuff in a way that I think the best extended fiction star wars extended universe star wars stuff did where it's like hmm jedi are kind of like self-imposed religious fanatics who decided they get to be sheriffs to the entire universe no one elected them to that power and then that story the story of star wars is literally about different religious fanatics like taking over the universe, even though no one wanted them to do it. But we're supposed to expect that. Like we're not supposed to apply any sort of critical thought to what well, the white Jedi. The reason that Jedi do that, like it's just like, oh, well, they're good, so they're allowed to do that. They work inside of the system with without any, uh, you know, de- democratic authority. But but whatever, they're the good ones. And so it at least tries to, to deal with that stuff. Um, and I just I don't know. It even like the villains are all fantastic. It has my favorite line in a game I think ever, which I'm going to spoil. I'm going to spoil Nights of the order of Republic yeah. two here which is the bad guy the one one of the bad guys one of like the evil sith lords the subtitle of the game is The Sith Lords, is a is a guy named Darth Nihilus, which is, like, the most fanfic name ever. I understand. It's, it's, like, the most, like, I took a Philosophy 101 course, and now I'm going to write Star Wars. Or that, that came Star- out of a
0: generator somewhere online. Yes,
1: absolutely, yes. Um, and the thing with Darth Nihilus is he would go from planet to planet. He has this, like, huge, almost like an undead ship. Like, it's a ship that had been, I believe, reclaimed from this huge war previously. And it's just, like, him and one or two other people on it like a handful of other people on it. Um, And it would go from planet to planet and he would drain the planet's life forces from them one after another after another. Um, And he's built up over this huge course of the game. And then you have a boss fight with him and you kill him. And depending on who you have on your party and how you handle the conversation afterwards, uh, Visas, who is this kind of like blind Jedi monk, Um, can go up to him and remove his mask and you can be like, well, what do you see? Because you're imagining, like, he's this weird alien who sucks the life force out of things. And she's just like he's a man like he's just a he's just a man under there like yeah. and yeah yeah of course like of course the things that hurt us are people like it's not you weren't going to find the void under there you weren't going to find like yeah the thing that's moving around and causing irreparable environmental damage to the universe it's a dude it's a guy and yeah. it's it's like the people who are willing to work with him instead of stand against him um and that's like a really fascinating take on a on villains that when that game came out you didn't see a lot in video games like, it would have been a big, bombastic boss fight where he would have, like, broken off into, like, six tentacled arms. Right. And and it stands in contrast <laughs> to the big boss fight at the end of... I mean, it stands in contrast to, to that game's own final boss fight, which is literally an evil Jedi with six lightsabers that float all around her. Um, but a, the end of it is sure. really rushed. The end of that game is really rushed. Um, I've since played the version... That has gotten better. There's like a fan uh, mod called the the Sith Lords Restoration mod Mm. that adds in stuff that was literally on the disc but that the developers didn't have time to add in bug fix and like QA. Um, And so they've done that. So there's like a whole new big thing at the end of the game. There's more there's a a more comprehensive ending. So if you're gonna play a version of that game, play the version with the Sith Lord restoration mod. Um, That said, I and I think it's a different thing than the Witcher 3 to, to pivot to Witcher 3's sort of like moral ambiguity that moral ambiguity has always been part of the witcher from my understanding like as uh, as a book series as a fictional setting it's always been about a guy who goes from place to place and who is looked down upon but like has a job to do and does it and like kind of walks through these like you know gray areas of life though i, I guess my understanding is siri is also just way more important in the books than she has been in the games right yeah. so maybe i don't know enough about her as a character to she's she's
2: certainly in the third one yeah totally I, I- Fair amount. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, And so I think that, like, that's a game that is, from, like, my experience playing, is, like, it's executing on its mission plan, which is, like, and on the, the mission plan of The Witcher in general, which is dig into moral ambiguity, have interesting monsters that reflect society and, and you know, there's a little bit of like man is the real monster here stuff. Yeah. It's already
2: subversive, whereas right. this, this whereas, in a Star Wars universe, which is already like the most black and white kind right. of representation of a fictional universe, it's like way more subversive. Right. So I guess
1: like that. it's like shitty nineteen year old punk Austin who is like well, I like the one that's <laughs> actually subversive more than the one that's like always meant to be subversive Close man. To whatever. Um what about you Patrick? Like is that is that element of of gray morality part of what attracts you to the witcher the sort of like oh right you go to a town and they say they have werewolves but what they really have is a bunch of like shitty dudes
0: yeah i mean i i think you know the the red baron quest in in Witcher three without getting to sort of the specifics the, of, of how that the plays bloody, out bloody bloody baron the red baron Oh, quest. bloody baron different guy <laughs> I mean, it's a, <laughs> no, that's it's not, a that's, battlefield that's, one it was in a dlc <laughs> it was in the dlc okay um, we'll get there. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, you know, the, the part of the arc of that quest is uh, you know, someone who is a sort of a, a consummate monster. Um, and I even mean, at the end, you know, it's very easy to still feel as the he is a monster. And I, I certainly felt that way at the end. But the game also gives you context and an argument for why a monster might act monstrous. Um, right. and it's and it's not depending on how you play the character, you can like you know give dialogue that uh, expresses, hey man, like what you still did was wrong, but. I can sort of see it, um, or you can do dialogue that is hey, you're still a piece of shit, um regardless yeah. of your motivations for that and uh it was it's a that's those are the moments in that series that I find to be the most interesting are when they they take characters that are presented one way, and most games would leave it there, and instead mm-hmm. they go you know ten steps further and say, well you know often you know monsters aren't just monsters like there are a couple steps right. removed for that and like well, how did they arrive at that point where they're committing acts that are inexcusable um and and the bloody baron is is a just a phenomenal example of that and we're at the end you just feel gross all around mm-hmm. even if you end up taking a position on sort of the actions of the characters like no one comes out looking great and right. those are some of the most interesting storytelling opportunities in which you just sort of you know as it goes in in sort of the construction of the witcher and the construction of that universe like you come in you play it a part, and then you walk away like you didn't really solve anything right. you like yeah. you 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 and know
2: it, it, it does it without uh false equivalencies as well which is yeah. the most important thing we're going to do the moral gray areas mm-hmm. but you're not doing they're just as bad right it's like everybody has some shades of bad in there everybody right. has some shades of gray but it's like it's not like they're both They're they both suck. Gotta so hear both whatever, sides. Whatever, who cares? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know it's
2: much more nuanced than that, and I and I appreciate that so so much.
1: Yeah, like I think that it's there's probably a version of that quest that would have appeared in a different game where it ends with you either killing the bloody baron yourself or like he knights you and now you're a member of his right. entourage. Like right. and instead the end of that quest is like, Well how do you feel about all this? Like how do man, how do you what do you think? And like that is uh, a really fat, like fantastic way of doing that. I hear there's more of that stuff throughout throughout there the is. DLC. Um, uh, the Blood and Wine DLC is up for Best RPG this year at the Game Awards. Those nominations just went out. I really need to play. I really need to play Blood so and Wine good. really badly.
0: Yeah, that's uh, not going to happen. Maybe. That's a really long DLC. <laughs>
2: no, Patrick, it's another don't... game. I mean, that's why it's. it's yeah, it, you know,
0: you you can say that in the same way I can say, man, I should really get around to playing Knights of the Old Republic too. Let's be honest. Like, that's just not going to happen. Else? I'm not going to play <laughs> it gonna that ha- game.
1: <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. We'll have to figure out a solution for the games that uh, we really want to play but don't can't make time for. You know, the old solution. That giant bomb was always just like, Well, if you can't figure out how to do it, make it work. Like, yeah. find a way to make it part of your job, and we'll, we'll we're working on some stuff. Well, and especially because uh,
0: yeah. uh, KOTOR 2, the, the modding community went and basically fixed yes. that game. Um, like yep. they did a bunch of work Thanks. on the PC version to uh, get it closer to what Obsidian had always meant it to be. And I've, I've heard they did like a really fantastic. Job they of did that. a
1: fantastic job, and that that version that that mod is just on Steam now. It's yeah. super easy to integrate, so it's totally worth checking out if you're going to check out a version of it. It goes on sale fairly often too, as the Star Wars games do. So I, I definitely recommend it. I, I like with the with the you know um, the caveat that if what you want is a traditional Star Wars story, and I understand places for that, I understand why you would want that. Like Kotor two is not going to be that. Um, I wish I wish more games took that step and said like hey or you know what it happens every now and then I think like Amnesia A Machine for Pigs was also like a sequel that was not quite the thing that people thought it was going to be because they took that idea and were like oh let's build a completely different thing that's interesting in its own right but might not be what the fans of the original wanted yeah you know uh, that that happens I, I like it when that happens what else I like is that it's almost the weekend. By the time you yes. hear this, it might be the weekend. It will probably be the weekend.
2: Just about the weekend.
1: And we can sleep and we can <sighs> await more, more messages from, from the Sigil Master. Oh, man. We can, I, I, there's so I don't
0: know if I'm going to sleep. That's never a guarantee for me these days. But I, yeah. I will yeah. lay in a bed and get up occasionally.
1: <laughs> Are you guys doing anything else over this weekend? Is there anything you're excited for next week? Hmm. What is
0: um, Final Fa- Final Fantasy? Is not next week, right? It's the week after.
1: I don't know what what is coming out next. No, week? No, Final Fantasy is the week races. after. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, I, that's the thing. Is like I would love to play Final Fantasy this year. When?
2: What? When? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna try
1: to play a little bit of it, but. When you I saw
2: Pokemon on an ambulance tonight, that's really that's going to
1: happen. Shouldn't you be doing other stuff on the ambulance? And,
2: you know, when there's not a patient. Okay. I'm not going to be like, hold on,
1: I got to catch gotta this. Get this. What happens if like a what happens if whatever. there's a legendary that shows up, like a shiny? I mean, and someone's like, oh, Someone's like bleeding? And then they're, they're like, oh, get it, it's a shiny. Yeah.
2: I don't, I'll be look, fine. You know, they'll understand. <laughs> you know, patients have patience. They will understand. Nice, good. You know how good. it is. Uh, um, let's see. Oh. To, um,
0: I I don't know if I'll get a chance to play it, but I but I would want to play, uh, and I would encourage people to play. Uh, the Amnesia collection is coming out for the oh, PS4 next right, week. Be... Um, so that includes uh, the original game uh, Machine for Pigs, and also uh, a, a single player DLC they did for the original huh. game called Justine, um, which I never right. got around to playing. So maybe actually that would be an excuse to finally get around to to uh, to checking that out um, because I uh, you know it's it's tough I. I don't know what it would be like to play amnesia now, not because it's archaic or that it doesn't hold up, but because amnesia is like single-handedly responsible for like a, a, a huge shift in the horror genre in, 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 in the time from its release. I mean, the pinnacle of that is, uh, you know, um, uh, Alien. Uh, I'm forgetting right. the subtitle uh, off the top of Isolation? my head. Isolation? Isolation, which is essentially a big budget take on Amnesia. Um, and though now the horror genre is kind of moving away from that. Um, and, and also like so much hype is around that game. I wonder if it would yeah. be tough to like, why is it – why do people think this was so interesting and scary? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I wouldn't be surprised if sort of the, the ship has sailed for a lot of people and being able to enjoy it for what it is because what it's become in a lot of people's minds is is something different.
1: That's one of my, my thoughts on uh, Machine for Pigs is I'm really curious if over the course of time that game – doesn't hold up better necessarily but people keep going back to it for more stuff um one of our freelancers cameron kunzelman wrote about uh uh dear esther last week and kind of like put aside the walking simulator question like oh walking simulators ha ha. what else can you dig into this game to talk about like what are the other conversations that we had around that game on its own merits besides it being a walking simulator and i'm curious if amnesia and the amnesia machine for pigs will be able to have that sort of work done around them that sort of lasting effect beyond just for a few years this is what horror games look like right yeah you know
2: there is something else uh, coming out next week on the 22nd called morning men and I've M-O- been intrigued by this. like
1: morning like the more like it's good morning uh, like not like I'm morning. in morning.
2: not I'm very sad okay uh, for America no <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> morning men and I don't know that much about it I just know that I have been sort of uh, keeping in mind that this is coming out. It has okay. this sort of '80s comic book style to it, and I know there's there's certainly like a bent about uh, supposedly about being a superhero and what that means, oh, and, interesting. and what it means in this sort of weird alt future. Now, again, don't know that much about it, but I have been I have, been I have been I have had my eye on it. At it intriguing
1: at the very least.
2: So
1: uh, I think this is not next week, but it's it was actually it kind of went under my radar, which is. Um, Tyranny came out, oh, and that's it didn't right. go under my radar so much as like I. Tyranny is the is the latest game by Obsidian, who made Knights of the Old Republic too. Uh, and Tyranny exists in a is set in a world in which the bad guy, in which Sauron, in which the like the not literally Sauron, but like the the Sauron equivalent in this fantasy world, wins and like takes over the world. Evil and, has won, right? Yeah, you know, it's it's just
2: like today, just like twenty sixteen.
1: <laughs> there, there are, there are there's some parallels. Yeah. <laughs> there are some maybe why I didn't want to play it l- yeah, when it came exactly. out. It maybe came out with some some poor timing. Um, but I am curious about it because the the character you play is basically a traveling like judge, jury and executioner of this evil lord and the kind of pitch on it is like how do you work inside of a busted system to get things done that help everyday people when the overall system is fucked um and how do you do that without drawing the ire or do you just decide fuck it i don't care that the big bad is going to hate me too and i'm going to lose my position of authority like what is that how do you navigate that how do you balance that um and that's a really cool pitch i love obsidian stuff i actually never got around to pillars of eternity either which makes me a bad fan of them um (laughs) But I'm going try to try to maybe dip into Tyranny this weekend a little bit and play some more Dishonored too. Probably play some more Watch Dogs also. I, I've, I'm still really high on Watch Dogs. There was a couple of, of missions that I thought dropped the ball a little bit. Um, there were a couple more that did really well. So I'm, like, I'm still like, I can't tell if they're going to stick the landing or not. Um, and in general, like, I've been having a lot of thoughts about whether or not – like how to talk about the way Watch Dogs does representation. So on one hand, I think it's really solid, and I think that which I spoke about last week. Um, but on the other hand, I'm, I'm like doing my best not to talk, not to turn good instances of, rep- of representation into like selling points. Like sure. I, sh- I don't want to reduce that to like, and that's why you should buy the game. Like I got a lot of people who said like, oh man, I'm gonna buy Watch Dogs 2 because of the, the way you talked about it, which is like cool because I think I like this game a lot. I haven't finished it yet, and this is this is maybe one of the downsides of not doing reviews, right? Is like I can say what my opinion is on something just 10 hours into a 30-hour game, right, or however long it ends up being. Um, And so now it's like, ooh, is that the final, is that the takeaway I wanted people to have or not? So I'm still working through it, but I'm still, like I said, pretty high on it. I think that the, I figured out one of the things I really like which is the fact that the areas don't feel like they are puzzled with solutions anymore they now because you have this drone that you can fly around in instead of bouncing from just camera to camera to camera that are fixed positions instead of feeling like a sliding puzzle it feels like there are a, it's like a like a not like a riddle but like something that you can like play around with to to get like a like a toy box yeah. more than a puzzle and like that is a really interesting um differentiation so i'm gonna play more of that this weekend too so so no things that are coming up next week have me super excited but lots of stuff that came out over the past few weeks we have
2: got plenty to do
1: plenty plenty to do <laughs> we already have one more plenty so. to do yeah let us know what you're doing uh, you can find us on twitter at waypoint you can find us on facebook at waypoint vice i think find out we need to go to our own – we need to – We need to go to our
2: places. This is bad.
1: We're bad. Yeah. you got to go to your places. you got to go to your places. <laughs> go to our places. Um, you can find us all over the internet, uh, e- either Waypoint or Waypoint Vice. Um, where a lot of our 72-hour stuff has gone up. You can find nice. that at waypoint.vice.com. You can find that at, at videos.vice.com. You can find that at uh, you, our YouTube channel also, which I think is YouTube.com slash Waypoint Vice. Yes, it is. Um, so go check that out if you've missed any of it like seriously there's some really great moments we were just talking about Alien Isolation we spent a night, uh, Danielle, Patrick and I playing that together, we actually played that twice didn't we Patrick? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's so much to go, to go watch um, and yeah, Way, Waypoint Waypoint Vice is, is us on Facebook you can find me at Austin underscore Walker on Twitter Danielle?
2: You can find me, Danielle or I on Twitter
1: and Patrick at Patrick Public. I'll make it easy that's easy. That's so easy. What should people send us? What oh. like I, Questions? Questions at at questions in the subject header and then gaming at vice.com. Yeah,
0: not questions at vice.com.
1: Questions at it's vice.com. That, send them in. Don't not, do that. Don't do that. I don't do know that.
2: where
1: that's gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> that goes nowhere, probably. Um, and then uh you know, I want to thank Boen for letting us use his track Miss You, which I didn't think. Last week, I realized, like, oh no, I forgot to think Bowen. You can get info on him at bo nbo dot info. Uh, and you can also give thanks to Adam, who is who is uh engineering our podcast in this room today, and thanks to uh Patrick, who I think is <laughs> going to cut it up this week and edit it. No, and Danielle, Danielle, me. I might Danielle. do it right. You have something big to work on.
0: I do, Patrick yeah. We're change. yeah, right. we got something we're trying to get uh, trying, out we're today. To we're we'll trying to
1: make moves. We're trying to make moves. We're we'll trying see. to make moves. If not today, then soon. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I hope your weekends are wonderful. I feel like I'm forgetting something. I always do. I don't have my docs up because I'm not because I'm talking. I'm looking at Patrick's face instead of at my my thank thing. Thank you for Patrick's face. I should hold. I'll hold. I should like hold up a doc for you. <laughs> hold up the doc that way, just in case. Fine, we'll you know. Yeah, I don't know. Come back around on Monday. We'll have more to say. Have a have a good weekend. Peace. Bye. <laughs>